0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Soul Speakeasy is finally here. This concept has been in the cooker for years, literally. The meaning of life, God, spirituality, holistic wellness. There are so many topics that deserve to be discussed. What this show offers us is the chance to have these conversations amongst friends, unfiltered, unedited, and unapologetically. We may say the things that others are afraid to say, Maybe some of you are thinking it, but didn't have a tribe where it was safe to explore those ideas. We all come from different backgrounds, different genius zones, and use different language, but we have one common goal: we are your unteachers. We're here to challenge your beliefs, unteach the old ideas that are holding us all back, and do it with complete authenticity and a little bit of fun. Come and join us; you won't want to miss it.
1: There you are. First, this we did it. <laughs> I mean, oh my Where is it
0: it's been a long time since i've i've done it this way
1: i yeah
0: All right. so hey, we'll people. give it a couple of seconds and let some eyeballs okay. come on
1: well, me and my soul sis have one of our crazy conversations live
0: <laughs> i know How many times have have we said if if everyone could just be the the fly on the wall? We would just
1: heal the world. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Did you uh, put a title on this? I did.
0: Okay. So this is for those who are... Hey, Steph. For, For those of you who... Haven't seen one of our soul speakeasies yet. Um, this is one of our soul speakeasy podcast episodes, but um, true to the nature of the topic that we are going to be discussing um, about the busy season, it is just me and Amy. <laughs> yeah.
1: We lost a couple because they're busy. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I mean, Robbie had told me that, you know, it in indefinitely and, you know, until further notice Um that he had just over overbooked, yeah, and under prioritized, and Char's been busy this week, and then wasn't feeling well, and I mean, and I mean, you and I have been right up until the second, literally busy. <laughs> I literally just
1: is pulled in the car like. <laughs>
0: I'm like shoveling dinner into my mouth and making sure the kids are okay, before you know, run in. Um, So, you know, I think that doing a live actually is quite perfect for what we're going to talk about because of the fact that in this season of busyness, we tend to get overwhelmed because there is so much going on. We tend to overcommit. Um, you know, and all of us having some level of expectation of ourselves, whether you classify yourself as a type A perfectionist or not, it doesn't matter. We all have expectations of ourselves and the things that we'd like to achieve. And so I think that when we get into that place of busy and overwhelm, we tend to go into that all or nothing thinking. And then we don't do because it doesn't look exactly the way that we thought that it should or that it would. And And this is one of those things. It's like, you know, it wasn't the four of us. It was just the two of us. Do we go through the rigmarole of getting on Zoom and scheduling and setting up the green screens and and doing all the things Right. when, you know, like this is
1: creative problem solving? Exactly. And, you know, I was thinking, too, about commitment. You know, like it's when you make a commitment to something and you get busy, you just got to make it work like what, whatever means necessary, you make it work. Like today, I wanted to get in a workout. I picked a 20-minute workout. I'm like, hey, I did it. I'm committed. I'm disciplined. So you fit it in where you can. And like, I think what you were saying, like, know where you have to take things out of your schedule. Like some things, just like our, our friends that couldn't be here, like you got to learn what you can take out, what isn't serving you. It's, it might be the fun things, but you got to do what serves you in that that day or that moment or or any commitments that you have. That's the thing, your commitments. So if you're committed, mm-hmm. you got to stay committed. But you make it happen. Any means necessary.
0: Well, I mean, we, you know, for for those of you who have watched the last couple soul speakeasies, you, you knew that we were kind of targeting full moon time of the month, which, you know, has been landing in that, second to beginning of third week, which is kind of nice to be able to drop an episode in halfway through the month. And it did not happen this month. And it didn't (laughs) happen because I was busy and I was traveling and Amy was busy and she was traveling and Charlene's schedule had moved around and she was teaching on different nights and trying to graduate a yoga class. And you know, and Robbie was up to his eyeballs and being a dad, and you know this and and all of that. And so it just it didn't happen. And you know it was in a private conversation between Amy and I where we were talking about parallel. I mean, it, it, for those of you watching, yeah, yes, I have my hair a little different these days because um, I chopped it all off last fall. But other than that, I mean, this is my my soul twin. Um and it never fails that whatever I'm doing in my own life, there's something parallel going on for Amy in her life. And then we check in.
1: I do want to (laughs) straighten my hair a little today, but else you don't have to (laughs) And you know, I
0: it's as I'm listening to her Marco Polo's and I'm sending her mine as we're talking about our vacations away and and how we both were with family. So our vacations, for those of you who vacation with family, you know that that's not a vacation. That's just a visit, and it's just right. a trip. And there's always family stuff, always. you know, that comes into play. And I really had a moment, a literal come-to-Jesus moment, where I was realized that my connection with God had been interrupted right. by my vacation. And it was because of the fact that I was with family and, you know, if, if we could go into the the whole relationship that we have with God based on how other relationship we have with our parents and, right. you know, we could do an entire podcast on that. Um, but, you know, as children, our parents are God, you know, they are our gods because we rely on them for everything. And so when we are with our family, often it is not, unusual and it is not difficult to fall away from our connection yeah and it happened to me it happened to amy at the exact same time we were traveling at the same time she was in one one part of the east coast i was on the other part of the east coast but experiencing a very similar phenomenon and she had said we need to talk about this. We need to talk about everybody's in this. Everyone's in their up to their eyeballs and graduations and getting and planning vacations. And, you know, this is the Fourth of July weekend and, you know, all of these different things that are going on, especially if you're parents, um, with kids being out of school, that it is extremely easy to slip out of your self-care, mm-hmm. out of your prayer time, out of your connection time. And so we wanted to to talk about that. Yeah.
1: How do you stay connected? And I was just talking about how, you know, keeping discipline. um, But what happens when you get out of your rituals? What happens when I can't just go for a hike in the morning or I don't have the tunnel and I don't have a gym around? Like, okay, now I'm not exercising. I don't have my routines. If I don't have my routines, I spiral. and, And I know a lot of people are like that. That's why I teach routines. And habits. So like, <laughs> if, if you are on vacation, you're away from your normal, you're away from your normal food. And, you know, being a health coach, I my brain goes to how are you taking care of yourself? Are you eating? What are you eating? What do you do on vacation? It's time to celebrate. So now you're not eating correctly, which gets you out of sync with your body. You're not, I, I wasn't walking. I wasn't exercising. I tried a couple times, but your routine's off. So what do you do? How do you connect? How do you get in the midst of that storm? How do you ground yourself again? Even if it's for a second, you know, even if it's for those few minutes, it's worth it. Yeah, and it's,
0: I mean, it is not, I I think I I realized in that moment where I actually could be conscious of why I had disconnected. that I was able to give myself some grace around it, you know, because most of us will go into that place of critical voice. will go into shame. We will go into guilt, which Mm -hmm. drives us further away from ourselves and from that very important connection. And, you know, it's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And that's where, you know, that all or nothing thinking can lead you even further off the path. It's like, well, you know, Weight Watchers went out the window, so I give up. I'm you know, I'm done now. You know, there is no Easy such enough. thing as starting over. You don't get to you don't get a do over when you're done, you're done. You're out. Okay, well I guess I'm putting on another ten pounds. You know, <laughs> so I'll, I'll, when I I it doesn't and it doesn't have to look like when
1: that. Act a routine, I'll pick back up again then and then what happens when it's summertime? You're off again. Some there's another party on the weekend or Fourth of July is here and you're going to a cookout. Like it's not just, you know, about food and, and exercise, even though that is a part of the solution, I think. It's, it's more about, you know, keeping your thoughts clear, keeping when you are a person that works with a growth mindset and you want to keep growing and you, you've learned. Maybe you haven't learned, but if you are a person who's learned to kind of stay grounded, I call it your anchor. Like you, you got, you learned how to, your anchor's in the ground, but you do that. I call it like the boat kind of floats away and you got to, <laughs> I call it like pulling the rope. I mean, I'm not a boater, but it sounds good to me. So I'm like pulling in the rope, like making sure it's tight. And sometimes I just feel like I'm like, ah, which is how I used to live, by the way, you know, just kind of getting hit by the storm and float. Now I'm like, I want to stay secure and I feel it. And I know you do too. You, you feel mm-hmm. when you your boat starts to float away and you're like, how do I get the rope back in? And you know, for me, and I'll just use the example while I was on vacation, I came back to Maryland, drove up to New York. I realized I was really disconnected and my mind started wandering, going back into old patterns. I was with my family. So a lot of like my old stuff started coming back up. Not horrible. It's nothing towards them. It's more of like a thought pattern. It's more Mm -hmm. of like, you can kind of feel yourself spiraling out. You, you've did all this work to like, you know, like again, nothing against your family, but you've did this work, and now you're around it constantly, and you feel like the boat's just the storm came, and now you're just flying all over the place, you know <laughs> and I'm just like, ah! but um for me i just I just kept trying to get back to prayer, trying to get back to talk to God, and there's just a little voice that said, "Go for a walk, just go for a walk by yourself, leave right now, go for a walk, and that's what I did, and it was literally like the rope got tight. I felt grounded. I got my breath back and I just, I walked back in totally refreshed with a 30 minute walk one time on my whole vacation. That's all it took. Just some, some quiet time getting out of the, you know, especially when you're around family, if you do have kids, man, I mean, you take walks every morning. How beautiful is that to like, just get away? Mm-hmm. I well, know. you knew how
0: it happened for me. It was, I was on a drive. Yeah, You know, and I, the kids were in the back and they were plugged into their devices and had their headphones on and, you know, and, and it was in that moment where it was just me Mm -hmm. in the front seat and it, it kind of was that trigger moment for me where I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't, I haven't had that internal meditative time Mm -hmm. all week because there was constantly someone around or constantly noise, you know, so it was that, quiet moment for me just behind the wheel of the car
1: right so
0: it's like it doesn't have to be like just because you missed your scheduled meditation time right you know it doesn't that doesn't have to derail it altogether it's it's being able to know first of all it's like okay where are those moments in my day mm-hmm. that do ground me or in my case yeah. you know i'm so grateful that on that particular trip that my husband was with me you know that doesn't always happen you know i had my partner there with me and he is a very grounding force Mm -hmm. in my life and having that other person there that would kind of reach out and and just touch me to bring me back into my body um because i was dissociated and i think that that's in that state of overwhelm i call it the floating head syndrome we we move up out of our bodies
1: and we we kind of disassociate oh yeah We call it in in, um, our health coaching institute, we call it like the blur. Like people are just walking around kind of blurry. Like they're just walking around like kind of, it's the same thing. When you're walking around just doing life, which, like I said, before you really connect and drop the anchor, it depends who we're talking to. But, you know, before you drop the anchor, you kind of walk around like that all the time. You don't even really know you're not connected. And, and, what that means to me is standing outside of thought, standing outside of your emotion, being able to kind of, you know, evaluate everything that's going on. But when you're in the the blur, when you're in the disconnect, you're, you're, you're totally, it's just like, it's cloudy. Like I said, it's like the storm and you just, you don't always know how to get out of that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think if we're offering solutions, like, For one, I think it's important what you said. If you haven't found your your space or your place, you need to find it. You need to find what that is for you. For me, it's walking or driving. I love driving. I love a good drive, but maybe I can't do that. Is it reading a book? You know, um, I love the Bible. I'm not the type to sit down and just read the Bible, but I know people, some people do. I like to read some other books, but like, what is it for you? I always, um, before I came out to California, I felt like I was kind of at the end of my um, my journey, my new journey where I was kind of like being baked in. And I remember God saying, pay attention how you stay close to me because your life's about to get crazy. So, and it is. Like, it's just a total different life now. And now I'm like, you know, Thinking back, he he let me have this space where he was like, reflect, stay still, and reflect on how you get close to me. How do you ground into me? And I knew it was, for me, it's worship music. Because I mean, I'll be flying around here getting ready. If I turn on worship music, for me, that is an instant grounding. It's like singing the word. And I'm just like reminded, like God's got me. Take a breath, whatever I'm doing. Or it's um my walks, my workouts, um, talking to you. A lot of times it's like talking to that one friend and or, or Kim um, that will will bring it back to like what really matters because it depends mm-hmm. who I'm talking to. I know my friends I can talk to and just be like and then, and then and then and then and then. But if I talk to you, I don't do that. I don't give you the list. It's just a different way. So, so what is it for you that you find most peace? Like really meditate on that. And of course, you have to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> you have to find a way to really look over your life most of us know the answer is when do you feel most at peace so when you get in caught in the busy season you stop and you reflect like what's my thing i got to go grab my thing what is it for me you know well i mean you know how i i love the the idea of our
0: of our anatomy right like the mm-hmm. the the energetic anatomy is connected to our our physiological anatomy You and I talk about this all the time, that mind-body connection and how God designed the human anatomy. And we have our five senses. And you just literally sent me, what, three hours ago, you sent me a Marco Polo and you were like, I heard it in my head, just be still and listen. Right? Like that's one of our five senses. We were designed with the different senses in order to engage in our environment, which means we are present in right. that moment to see, to hear, to smell. The the it's also connected to the breath, right? Like when we talk of, talk about take just taking a breath. So the olfactory, we say smell, but it's the olfactory that's connected to the lungs. Right. Um, But smell is also connected to our adrenals. So, you know, with aromatherapy and all of those things, that that's a very real thing. And so the, the idea of, and then what I said about like when my husband reached out and just touched me in that moment Uh to feel right. And, and that, that touch sensation. So, you know, again, it's knowing yourself, right. And knowing how you engage, because for most of us, we have certain senses that kind of trump the other ones. You know, it's like, I'm a much more visual person than I am, you know, a sound person per se, you know, so you have to kind of know yourself with that too, of, you know, what's going to draw you back Mm -hmm. Um, and be able to have that moment. I coach my clients through a lot of the times having a five senses moment where okay. like set an alarm on your phone. Okay? One of my other friends who's a who's an executive coach, she does this for her executive clients. They have to set alarms on their phone for joy mm. moments. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't matter where they are or what they're doing, when that alarm goes off, they have to get up from their desk They have to go for a walk, they have to dance, they have to something that is going to be fun or joyful for them. Right. So it's like a play, play alarm, right? So, and but it's the same idea. It's like you know you've got your phone with you wherever you are. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you're a better human than I am, because I have my phone with me no matter where I am. So if you know you're gonna have it with you, set a little (laughs) alarm during the day where it's going to go off and, right. and it's that five senses moment where you're like, where am I? What am I feeling in my body? Where am I sitting? Do I feel something under my feet? Dim? Is How does my skin feel? Is the sun warm on my skin? Do I feel a cool breeze? What do I smell? You know, what do I hear? You know, the, all that moment brings you back down into your body. Yeah. And, and it automatically connects you with, with God or whatever is going on with nature because you're
1: in the kingdom.
0: Right. In that moment.
1: It's funny. Um, I was thinking today about breath. I've learned so much about breath. Probably, you know, in the past, I don't know, past year, I guess. Like God really was teaching me about breath before I eat. Like every time that I stop and, you know, I thought, wow, like people say grace over their food. You know, it is a moment to switch into gratefulness. Like you could literally just do it before you're about to eat. Just take a moment with the whole family. Unless bre- it's just the breath. And I start to breathe and I realize I'm not breathing very well. I'm every single time that I eat, I notice my breath is about to hear. I'm like, I'm like so excited to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Because I love food, but whatever. But I'm like ready to eat. And then I'm like six bites in and I'm like, wait, I'm not slow down. Yeah, like enjoy. So even in these little moments where we're actually performing and we're doing life like there's space everywhere to stay grounded to connect let me just before i eat every time before i eat get in gratefulness like maybe you are really busy and the kids have soccer and you're you're running around can we take a moment to just be grateful today because i didn't do it this morning and i'm probably not going to do it before i went to bed you know but just the breathing thing i was i kind of segue but like The breathing thing for me, I didn't really understand it. I've heard it a million times. Just breathe, just breathe, just breathe. But when I started to practice it, and not only practice, but notice my breath, it's life-changing. It's totally life-changing. I will catch myself. And like I said, these are just moments that are fleeting. I could walk out of a room, someone's pissing me off, and I pull myself together, and I'm like, breathe, Amy. And I'll come upstairs, and I will literally come up here and go just a couple times and it just feels like everything falls off and i get it back together you know mm-hmm. so. and
0: you know that you're if if you truly want to go into a breath session and and do the counting right where you're doing the the inhale count's always shorter than the exhale count right. i think they always say so add two
1: yeah
0: add two onto the exhale or something right. um, but your brain cannot multitask if you are counting Mm. So if you have a busy mind and you're saying, well I can't I just can't do that. I can't do the breathing exercises. My mind never you know goes quiet. My mind never shuts up. Well count. Because mm. your mind literally cannot multitask when you are counting numbers. Right. So it's like even if you only have time for two breaths, count in for 5, count out for 7, you know, or or whatever and it will for that moment it will quiet
1: right. the brain. It will. Totally. Um, so, you know, again, if people are just joining us, we're just talking about being busy, how to ground yourself and being busy and, you know, what you can do in those moments. We've said walk. We've said um, for me, worship for Jenny, take a drive or aromatherapy, whatever these these times are, if you can get away. But sometimes if you can't get away, it can be in a moment just in breath. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you were talking about the body earlier and, um, it reminded me of, um, someone I heard, I recorded it on my phone. It was a podcast that I was listening to and it may have been, um, oh, his name's going to come to me. His crystal blue eyes. He's like, uh, was a Buddhist, uh, was a, uh, he's like a big coach, a mindful coach. It'll come to me. And he said, um, he said, you know, when like, you and your husband are just busy and like you want to talk to him about something. And it's kind of like one of those things, it's not a big conversation, but maybe something's been getting on your nerves or, and you, What do you do you wait for some stillness right to talk to them wait till wait till everything's a little bit calm and you kind of tell them about the problem and you don't you don't want to approach them if you have a good relationship you don't want to accost them in the middle of being crazy right so he's like you go to them and you talk to them in quiet and he was like your body's the same way if you don't let your body if you don't stop and you don't let your body tell you what's wrong It'll crash. Same thing in a relationship. So if you don't get to tell your husband, because I'll tell him tomorrow, it's just too busy tonight. But maybe tomorrow we can talk when the kids are going to. And then it's always busy. You don't get to have the conversation. Your body is constantly trying to tell you what's wrong. It's saying, hey, we're stressed out hey, we're stressed out, you're stressing me out, you're not taking time for breath, you're not taking a walk, you have not exercised. you're eating horribly, we're gonna break, we're gonna break. And what he said was, when you finally get to the resting point, that's when you break. And I've really recognized since then, even people that I know, like they're doing um, renovations here and it is just like every day, all the time, I'm like, you guys, you gotta like, make sure you take time for yourselves because we break when we rest. If we don't take time for rest along the way. And I've just, I've thought about that so much since then. And, and like we're saying now, like, it doesn't mean you have to do an hour of meditation. It doesn't mean you got to do a three mile walk. Sometimes it's just getting away, walking around the block or taking a breath, like just taking time because your body is going to tell you exactly what you're, what <laughs> it's going to slow you down. Yep. <laughs> how many times is it like, I was doing that forever and I, I it didn't hurt me, like like a renovation or something crazy? And then you stop and then three days later, your shoulder goes out. And you're like, what the? Like, so
0: how many people what? do you hear, like, they finally plan that vacation, they get on the plane and they get sick? <laughs> you know, it's like all the all minute around. that they're on vacation, then they're sick for the rest of the, for their whole trip, you know? It's
1: happening all around. Before I moved... Um, I was busy, busy, busy. And I set aside three weeks for myself to uh, get all my stuff together in the house and pack and put stuff in the, in the car. And, um, that's when I came down with COVID for the first time and I was on my butt for 12 days and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be grateful and thank God that I had nothing planned. I mean, I kind of finalized my business and I didn't have any cakes, I didn't have any orders or classes and I kind of was done. And my body was like, are you resting now? Because now we're going to shut down. And if you don't take care of yourself during the busy times, you will shut down. You will break. Mm-hmm. So it's just important to stop. And you know? I
0: mean, it's, it is, you, you have to kind of, you got to find your own way. You know, it's, it's right. something we could, you know, I could talk to my clients about it until I'm blue in the face, but there's just yeah. certain things that can't really be taught. There yeah. are things that you have to, you have to come to in your own way and in your own time and inside of your own purpose. To really be able to connect with it because it's your buy-in you have to buy in to whatever it is that you're deciding to do or it's not going to stick right. but you know i mean it's like that old thing where they used to tie the ring the the string around their finger right as like the reminder that's like okay. oh there's something i gotta do so i gotta tie the string around my finger so i remember to do it um right. i remember way back um one of the one of the air force buddies from from college you know he like he was so into these self help books and he wore this rubber band around his wrist and i always used to ask him why do you have a rubber band around your wrist he's like so i remember you know to keep the critical voice at bay and wow. he would snap it. i don't know if i would do he would snap himself <laughs> rubber right. band i mean i don't know if i want to you know punish myself in that kind of way but it's the same idea it's like what do you know is going work for you like are you wearing a red Kabbalah string or whatever around your Mm -hmm. wrist that's going to remind you to do your prayer every day um do you have an app on your phone that you know has a little alarm that goes off and says hey you're like i love my little glorify app it's right there you know i can click on it any moment and get my meditative thoughts for the day and Mm -hmm. you know and my affirmation for the day you know anything that's going to try to to center me in the moment and it will come to you at some point at some point in the day it's going to come across you and then it's like what the you invitation
1: have will come. To you. yes it comes always and do you take and then will you, a, do you accept the proposal <laughs> right.
0: right even if it's only 30 seconds of your day right
1: exactly um yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about the Be Still and Know that you brought up. I was talking to you know, about today how I haven't really gotten to go on my walks a lot. And I had a few extra minutes today. And it was it was really hard. My my mind's racing because I'm busy. I got, you know, friends coming in town tonight. My friend Kat's coming. I got to pick her up. And I, I just have a list of a million things. I'm in the middle of working. There's so much. There's so much to do. And this morning I was like, oh, I can't wait to get to my spot. I can't wait to get to my spot, breathe in and out. And just the the scripture of be still and know that I am God, he, he really put it on my mind. He said, This, this, Amy, this. And he knows we were doing this tonight. So it's like, remember to be still and know. What does that mean? It was knowing that everything God promises me, that He's got me. I'm not gonna fail. Everything is in divine timing. Everything is good. If I, if something doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like, he literally just, there was a peace that came over me. And he's like, and I've said this before, but it just becomes more real and real to me. Like, if you don't be still, even, I mean, I think I was there five minutes. I think I was sitting there for five minutes and just hang hung out. And I do this, like, breathing exercise and just kind of clear my body and just kind of be still. I mean, it could be 60 seconds. And he's like, I got you. We got this today. And I was like, huh, you're right. And it felt like, just like I said, all the thoughts just drifted. And I'm like, I'm going to do the best I can today. That's all I can do. And he's got me. And it's just mm-hmm. the knowing everything's going to be all right. He's always got me. And I and he even was like, D- do I let you fall? Like, really? Like, think about life. Do mm-hmm. I let you fall? And I'm like, not really. You really don't i mean well
0: i mean there's that leads us to another reason why people stay busy though right because they want to try to stay in control they want it they don't want to give it over you know they don't want to do the surrender because that would mean that their ego would lose control and so you know part of the, the the busyness syndrome isn't necessarily just due to the busy season we busy ourselves on purpose. Yes. So we don't have time to sit because we are afraid of the break, right? We are afraid if we stop. We are afraid if we aren't busy that we will break. And we do not trust that we are supported. And so it is it's hmm. it's the other side of it, right? <laughs> it's like, you know, I am so busy, I'm so overwhelmed, all I need is a break but then we don't, we don't actually provide it to ourselves because we're afraid of what
1: that's going to look like. Right. There is absolute truth there. And I will tell you for a long time, I was raised in busy. I lived in busy. I lived in sports and school and extra activities and every weekend and, you know, um, in colleges, people are, are around, but then, you know, having a kid, it, it was just busy, busy, busy. And I remember with an ex, Um, he said to me, why do you always have to be moving? Can't you just sit still? And I was like, it was kind of rude, but whatever. Um, I was like, you know, he kept saying it to me. He's like, it's like, you've never sat still in your life. Why can't you sit still? And I'm like, because it's a beautiful day and like we should be doing something. Like, like finally get a day off. Let's go do something. And it's like, no, let's just sit still. And I'm like, sit still for what? And I realized (laughs) looking back at that time, From really from doing all my work and on the other side, I never stopped moving. So there was no time for me to reflect. Was, like you said, sometimes you just don't know. You just don't know. You don't realize that that there is space to stay still. I never sat still with myself long enough to even know what that meant. And then you have the other people who are running, for sure. Mm -hmm. They are running from themselves and their thoughts and they don't want to get still because what will happen if they actually heard themselves think and actually reflected on some of their emotions and feelings towards people. So, so true. But
0: it's, you know, it's like anything else. And it's the same message that you were just saying. Even if it's 30 seconds, God's got you. You know, and there, it doesn't matter whether you tip into the rabbit hole, you're still going to be okay. You know, I mean, that's my favorite thing to do is boot (laughs) people down the rabbit hole (laughs) because of the fact that I know they're going to be okay. You know, they're going to be, it's, it's not going to be easy, but they're going to be better tomorrow than they were today because of the consciousness around it, you know, and it's, you have to start somewhere. It's a baby step towards something right? And right. so even if it's just two breaths during your day, it's something. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets that snowball rolling, right? It's like, you, you you have to start the kinetic motion, and then it will just keep collecting, and it'll keep going, mm-hmm. um, and gain momentum, and, and you will get behind your own inertia.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: we, we need to be able to find something that's at least comfortable enough. And resonates enough with us we all know ourselves i don't care how fast you're running from yourself you still know something about yourself you know and being able to to say i know that that could probably work for me because of this that or you know whatever um Mm -hmm. and start somewhere you know and and summer is the best time to do it because we are all trying to cross everything off of our summer bucket list, right? It's like we, we start with these huge expectations of all of the things that we want to do, all the people we want to see, you know, all the places we want to go. And it. I mean, there is no busier season, but the timing, well, of this, right? This yeah. live that we're doing right now, we are moving into cancer season, we have cancer and Leo season, right? So we're in cancer season right now. And then Leo season follows. And the cancer season kicks off this feeling of wanting to nest, right? It's like, so if you go out right now, you see everyone buying their flowers for the outside. They're, they're refreshing their backyards. They're buying new cushions for the outside. their umbrellas and beach equipment and, you know, all of these things with the idea of gathering right? Yeah. The, the getting together, the barbecues, like wanting to have family visit, you know, it's cancer is all about that being together, you know, mm-hmm. the, the home feeling. And yeah. it's you don't necessarily have to be home to do that. It's a sense yeah. of community, right? And so mm-hmm. we, we get into that. And then we move into Leo season, which is I, girls just want to have fun kind of energy, you know, mm-hmm. it's like nobody wants to commit to anything when right. we get into lego season, right? right? It's like, I want anything goes, and it has to be fun, and it's got to serve me, like, in this moment, and feel good, right? And mm. so that's, like, party season. So it, these
1: next so couple of months there. So- Would there be a disconnect there, too, because of wanting the party, wanting to have fun? Your focus is kind of always out there. So mm-hmm. you're not to to the ground then, too. Right.
0: And so the timing of us doing this now, delivering a message now, when there's still a little bit of that nesting energy, right? Before you go completely balls to the wall out there.
1: (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. I was, um, I was thinking about, um, you know, when, when we can get these, this grounding time, no matter what season it is, um, you know, I know for a long time I didn't do mornings. I tried to do mornings. And I'd always I'd always hear people say, well, you know, it's the Lord's hour, three or four in the morning. You should get up if he wakes you up. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the Lord waking me up. I don't think he wakes everyone up the same time. But some people can do that. And that's awesome. But I don't think that you should be feel like there's a certain time you know like you have to get up in the morning some people there is a um like i've had a couple clients who were like you know what amy like i never thought i was a morning person but i've gotten up and I've been having my coffee before the kids wake up and it's just the coffee and I don't do anything. I just sit there and have coffee and it's the most amazing time all day. I'm like, yeah, cause you're still right. So doesn't matter what time, doesn't matter how long, what is it for you? Some people try to do the ma- morning thing. And I had a client last night say, you know, I tried to do the morning thing, but you know, when I really feel bad, she's like, this is going to sound crazy. Like I just was like sweeping and like vacuuming, like, isn't that crazy? And I'm like, no. It's like for me, dishes. Who loves doing dishes? Like, I don't know anybody who's like, I just love doing dishes, right? I had to running the cake company, I wash dishes five times a day. And I was like, please, Lord, let me somehow love this. And I heard from God more when I wash dishes still to this day than I do sometimes the shower, which is also the place. Like that, that only <laughs> thing there's I mean... nothing else. There's nothing else. Go get in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but that's right,
0: and I mean it's especially like if you are a mom of young children yeah. you know that one of the only places that you're gonna get alone time is if you're in the yeah. shower it's quiet but I know there's I, something about that that water energy
1: yes. you know it's I, like a yeah it's a cla- there I mean we can go do another podcast on that <laughs> on the baptism of personal care right now. <laughs> yes. the, how the water connects to God and that but in the in the dishes, too, I was laughing because, like, when you do the dishes, no one's coming around. No one's around you when you do dishes. No one's like, oh, like, let me help out. Like, people leave you alone when you're doing dishes. So, there's <laughs> another place you can go. But I just started, like, finding God sometimes. You can find him in stillness in your everyday chores. Like, just, like, last night, I was vacuuming, and I just felt this peace come over me. on vacuuming. Like, who knew? So, just... Being open and again being conscious of your thought, and if you feel if you start to feel yourself, your mind going, I think that's the most important part. When you can recognize that your mind's going, usually in worry, whatever your thing is, a lot of people it's worrying, you know, worrying about the future, or maybe you maybe you're a shoulda coulda person. I should I should have did that this morning. I, I wish I would have. I could have. I like you're either in the past or you're. Usually, when you can ground in the little present, the little present of the present, the presence in the present, you know, mm-hmm. and you can, you can know when your mind's starting to run. If you can just find that little tiny space, man, just a few minutes sometimes can just, it's like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to envision like what I think it's just like the storm is going crazy and it's just like a stop when the storm just stops. That's kind of how mm-hmm. I feel when you connect. You can connect to God, it only takes a second, and it can be in your chores, it can be in stuff you don't feel like doing. I don't feel there's a reason why. Okay, now we're gonna go into the devil because you know, I like to talk about the devil, but <laughs> I, um, because I don't like him and I have a lot of aggression, so I have to point it towards something, and I just love hating the devil. Um, it's the only thing we're allowed to hate, you know, I think, I, I think so. Anyway, so I feel like you know, um. I've I've heard this many times. Um, my bestie, Kim, always says, um, busy being under Satan's yoke. So if he can keep you busy, he knows what we're talking about right now. How hard is it just to get a minute to yourself when you're busy, away from your family, away from sports and running and work and coworkers and life, and, and even sometimes at night, our dreams, like we're just always busy. But if he can keep your mind busy, you're you're under his yoke. So he's got you. He's got you locked in. So even in, like, you think about the things you don't want to do. Man, I got to clean this. I got to do this laundry. You know, that's a part of if you if you keep your mind focused on what the yucky part of it. But if you're like, I get to do this laundry, and you start going into gratitude, man, it shifts everything. It's really hard to do. It's really hard to do. And almost every single time. It's yeah. not something you learn. It's like I got to do the dang laundry again and you're like oh wait and that's why I supposed to think that like sometimes it just takes that mindful and it's like I I call it like the exercise of the mind right is the exercise it's like a constant if you exercise it a lot you will get stronger in that area if you don't you're weak so but it's, D- it's dis- just discipline like, yeah discipline <laughs> You'll get weak again and you got to start all over. But the next time, you know, just like your body, when you exercise the next time, it didn't take you as long to get strong. So it is, it is, that's the main word I wrote down for this podcast that God gave me was discipline. Discipline. And you and I, I mean, Amy and I had a
0: a Marco Polo that went on, I'm pretty sure for like three, like a, a, a thread of three conversations on Marco Polo about discipline and like the root of the word being disciple, right? And it's like anything worth having requires discipline and and even just being able to connect with being a human being Mm -hmm. and and having gratitude for getting to be on this messy old earth where we are that it's still a privilege to be Mm -hmm. here to have a physical body that we get to experience and touch other people and love one another and you know experience things Mm -hmm. we have the rest of our existence to be in the ether yeah. We had a, this one little short moment mm-hmm. in an in, in everlasting time to mm-hmm. be in the body yeah. and to even appreciate that requires discipline. And what was it? You were the one that told me that, weren't you the one that told me that procrastination releases the same pleasure hormone chemical in the body as something else? Was it you that told me that?
1: It sounds like it, but I don't know. I, Could have been
0: I think it was it was either one of the My, podcasts that you were watching or it was at the yeah. very beginning of your health coaching. Yeah. It was like That's did you it know that it's like a,
1: it releases like a um the hormone of pleasure, right? There's a pleasure in it. It it is. I know what you're talking about. I'm trying to recall it. It's to come back. <laughs> it was me. It was me. Because I was like, what? So, of course, I shared it with you and then forgot it. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it is. It is the same. It's a pleasure. There's pleasure there because discipline hurts. And just the, the reason why God gave me the word discipline for, um, you know, being able to ground in him in busy times is, isn't just, you know, like I said, grabbing a workout. or grab, it's, it's a commitment. Discipline is a commitment a commitment to, I am going to spend time with God myself and I am committed and I'm going to be disciplined. And you know what, if I miss one day, that's okay. I need, like I said, the whole vacation, I like, I think I did it for 20 minutes, my whole vacation. Cause I knew I was starting a spiral and uh, not spiral, but kind of being taken over by the busy. And, and I wasn't like tight with my thoughts and my emotions, but you know, as far as discipline, I always, I, I'm always a little bit annoyed at the word motivation. I wish I had your motivation. I just need motivation to do it. And I'm like, motivation is such a shit word. I hate that word. I like, literally, I'm, who's motivated? Like, who gets motivated to like, do their laundry or, or like, work out? Like, I'm never motivated. Don't get me wrong. Like sometimes I'll scroll Instagram and look at like some fit people, and I'm like, let me get up. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's I'm like
0: actual motivation, I think happens to me like two times a year. Like the yeah. legitimate feeling yeah. of being motivated. <laughs> yeah, like you're <laughs> yes. being
1: propelled. But like motivation is something that I I say comes from habit, comes from discipline. You want motivation? Get disciplined. Because your motivation only comes from yourself. It comes from your results. And it's the things that you know. Like, I I spoke on my, uh, on my page before about how, why do I get up in the morning and walk three miles? Like, literally out of bed. I'm not even, like, functioning yet. Like, I just get on my shoes and walk outside. I literally, I take a couple sips, throw in some gum, and walk. Um, I still have five minutes where I'm laying in bed like, oh, no, no. Like, but the bed feels so good. And I probably need some rest. And there's no motivation. There's no motivation in me getting up. No inspiration. It's discipline and habit. And the reason, like I said, the motivation in that thought to get up comes from, remember how you, remember how you felt? Remember how you always feel when you get back and you're like, thank God I got up. That's motivation. You motivate yourself. So in order to get motivation, you have to be disciplined. And to get what we're talking about, being able to ground yourself when you're busy, you have to make a promise to yourself. That's all discipline is, it's just a promise to yourself that when I get crazy and I know I'm spiraling and God knocks on the door and gives me the invitation, let me be mindful in that moment. Where's my toolbox? What can I do right now? Can I walk? Maybe not. If you can't do anything, just breathe. Breathe. Just breathe. Like you should have a toolbox of how to connect. And it might be, like I said, it might be something that takes you 30 minutes. It might be something that takes you three seconds, but you should have a toolbox. You should know yourself enough to know what those things are because it's crazy out here. And you will know the difference between
0: someone who knows it all and doesn't live inside of it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: versus someone who knows it all And is living in the discipline of it. And those are the ones that are, that say, I want what you have, right? Like, I I wish I had your motivation, right? That's not, you're right. It's not what it is. Mm -hmm. I have the wisdom and I'm living inside of it to the best of my ability, right? And that is discipline. Discipline is actually living inside of the wisdom that you have attained instead of just sitting back and saying, well, I know, I know, I know. We all know somebody who says, I know, I know, I know. You know, whenever you try to deliver something, their response is, well, I know. Well, if you know, then the next
1: step is being disciplined enough to do, right, to live inside of it. Right. And I think that that like really wraps it up well And the bottom line is even for us who know how to do this, you still have to make that commitment every day to want that and to know Mm what's good for you and to know that you are better, not only for yourself, but for your children, for your husband, for your family, for anyone who has to interact with you today could be the postman. It could be the, you know, we go outside we have to deal with people. When you're grounded and you spend that time by yourself, again, it could be two seconds. And breathe in, breathe out. You're better for everybody else. You could literally walk upstairs and come back downstairs and change person. (laughs) It's not that hard when you're committed to it. Mm -hmm. What's the current?
0: Those two words are the hardest for me here lately. I've been so stressed out. I am no motivation, but I push myself a little to make myself do the things that are needed around the house. And it's, you know, it is the, there's so many different ways to be able to to focus our energy. So, and when we go back to the idea of the energetic anatomy for a second, your body is producing emotional energy all day, every day. Because it's part of its process. Okay. So, whether you are fully conscious of the fact that your body is producing emotional energy or not, it's still happening. Right. Mm -hmm. So, where is that energy going? Is it going to get lodged in your body because your body isn't given direction or discipline to express it? You know, it's like, and then you end up in this chair across from me so I can take it out of your body because you're not moving the energy that's being created. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and this, this, and it needs to be transformed or transmuted and something, it needs to be used. Yes. Yes. And so, you know, it's motivation. I agree. What a terrible word. It's like positive, be a positive thinker.
1: How horrible are (laughs) you if you can't be motivated too? Like, I'm not motivated, that kind of self-talk. I just can't get motivated. That's a horrible way to talk to yourself. Well, it should just be taken out of your vocabulary because Mm -hmm. it's not fair. It's not fair to think that you should be motivated to do anything. It's not going to happen.
0: And so it is just in those moments of the day to be able to figure out what is the best use of my energy right now. And sometimes it's not going to be washing the dishes and it's not going to be running that load of laundry and you're going to have to say no to someone and that's okay. As much as we want to be able to say yes to everything, sometimes the best use of our energy is to stay in bed. Sometimes the best use of our energy is to just sit, Mm
1: -hmm. you know,
0: and, and, we need to be able to be in tune with ourselves enough to mm-hmm. allow ourselves that moment to say no, right? So being motivated doesn't, meet, doesn't equal unproductive busyness, you know what I mean? Because you can be busy all day and get nothing done, That's right? Not. And then you're left feeling unproductive, and then you feel more shame and more guilt, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it is starting somewhere. And knowing where's my discipline going to be today for me, right? What's going to serve me? What level of discipline is going to serve me? And yes, sometimes it's going to be things we don't necessarily want to do, but they need to get done in that moment and we do it. Um, But sometimes it's not going to be the things that our ego is driving us towards in that critical place of, oh my gosh, your house is messy and, you know, whatever.
1: Right. And we live in a culture, and we all know it, that if if you do any kind of self care, I'm not talking about a massage. I'm talking about saying no. Mm -hmm. Like, that's self care. That's putting yourself first to make a priority, make yourself a priority. What's that mean? The kids want the kids are, are running around you running around you like, you know, I'm going in the backyard. Don't bother me for five minutes. Making yourself, we all, especially mothers, like, dad, you're not allowed to do that. That's selfish. Don't be selfish. You have to realize, like I said earlier, and we all know the saying, put your oxygen mask on first. I call it filling your cup. I mean, what are you going to, how do you pour constantly when you haven't filled your cup? You have to constantly fill your cup so you can pour to others. What are you doing to fill your cup? So most of us, especially mothers, working mothers, We're not doing anything to fill our cup because it feels very selfish because society tells us that's you, that's a selfish thing. You can't be a mom and be selfish. You have to pour. No one really says that. We just feel it for some reason, a cultural, it's a cultural thing that we feel. And you know, a lot of times, I mean we can get another podcast, but we don't rely on our tribe. We don't have a tribe. We don't, we don't spend enough time making friends that will actually support us we have friends that want to gossip like i said earlier who are your people do you have people that you can go to where you're not talking about all the stuff you're talking about how you feel today what is god saying to you some people don't have anyone like that i didn't for a long time but it's just really reevaluating like where is your time for yourself and this whole pie this whole live, we're talking about like you know, you know the answer, where the time is for yourself. And I'm so glad um, this came up because there was one last thing I wanted to say, and it's um, rest. I think you said it. Like, don't get out of bed mm-hmm. if you don't want to get out. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's so interesting because I watched this whole sermon. Michael Todd, um, this past Sunday, did a sermon. It has like a cuffing season se- cuffing season sermon there it is and he talks about if anybody wants to listen to it, it's really good it talks about rest and how like even god rested you know and he told us it's a part of the ten commandments thou shalt not kill keep a day for rest <laughs> right like it's pretty important like don't kill people and take your day for rest i mean and we don't do it we don't he's like one day do we take one day to rest and i had to start thinking i mean now i do but it's still not really rest. So how important is rest? Uh, it's very, very, very important.
0: God told and even, us in, even in fitness programs, I talk about my active rest day. You know, it's my active rest day. So we can't even in our fitness routines allow ourselves a day of rest because we have to call it an active rest day. So and so it is so like good. the discipline in rest. I Literally, the oxygen mask thing, because mom's here visiting. She says hi, by the way. And she's like, she's been washing dishes. That's her productive energy yeah. transportation time. She also, the other day when I it was, I was gone for the majority of the day, she's like, I need to get out of this house. Yeah. And it was pouring. Right. So it's like, so I sent her out to the front porch to regroup, smell the air, be out, be away from the kids, you know, that kind of thing. It's overwhelming for her. She's not used to that. Oh, yeah. And I said, especially my little guy, the you know, now five, but, he would be the one to rip the oxygen mask off my face and take it for himself. Right? Like forget filling your cup. They will steal your cup and drink it. So it is like being, especially in parenting, the discipline of saying no to your children in order to make space for yourself. It's like, even when I go on my walks, mom, can I come? No, no, you can't. Mom, can I come?
1: (laughs) You can't feel bad about it. Cause I know, I know I would. If my kid was like, I'm gonna go on a walk with you, I'd be like, Aw. But when you're disciplined and you know if I don't get this time, I'm gonna wanna wring your neck later. I know, I need my time. I need my time. And if the rest of the day you're with them, what's wrong with having a walk? If you have somebody to watch them and you can go for a walk, that's my that's always my go to solution for everything. Go take a walk. Just go take a walk. Put your phone <laughs> away. Get the ear pod. I mean, unless you really want to listen to, like, some kind of really cool podcast or, like, you know, listen to us talk. But, like, <laughs> and, and something's going to feed you, just going to take a walk. But, man, yeah, rest will reset you for sure. I think we have three minutes left before the live kills, right? Yeah. All right.
0: So how about this? I don't know if if I'm going to out you, but do you want to give like a tiny preview of what's coming in November? Like a teaser? Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So I have a, um, a retreat, a ladies retreat coming up that's basically based around all of this stuff. It's called Putting You First. And just the commitment to go to the retreat is putting you first, which I'm going to be so proud of everybody that comes. Um, It's a two-day retreat, Friday, Saturday, November 4th and 5th, I believe. But you can come a day early and a day later. We're going to go hiking. If you don't leave right away, we're going to go hiking the last day. It's two hours south of Baltimore. um, And we are just, it's just a women's retreat. And we're just going to learn about all the stuff we've been talking about. We're going to learn about emotions, thoughts, how they affect our body, how they affect our lives, how they affect our relationship, what is our, our self love? How do we love ourselves? How does that how how is the way that we love ourselves affecting people and our children and our generational our generational line? You know, what are we passing on? Why can't you take time for yourself? Where is this coming from? I mean, there's a whole jam packed two days worth of session that I just am so excited about um, and I'm getting ready to announce the date and how to and I'm only doing about haven't decided the number but it's definitely going to be cut off because it's my first one and I'm so mm-hmm. excited so um, it's going to be amazing but I will be announcing that um, early bird special soon And where where can people find those announcements? So either on my personal pages or Rebel Heirs, H-E-I-R-S, is my business. So you can find that on my business page as well. Okay. And for those
0: of you who are are local here to Long Island, um, as far as developing that connection and understanding your... Uh, intuitive nature, those inherent gifts that we were talking about, connected to those five senses, connected to the anatomy, connected to the emotions, all of those things. I'm going to be running an intuition uh, three-class series at the Simplicity Yoga Studio, uh, Crystal Butterfly in Kings Park, Um, and that is going to be the last two Wednesdays of July and the first Wednesday of august um this summer so there's already been a bunch of posts on the page if you haven't seen them uh you can also go to the website and check out the details there if anybody's interested in joining, that is in person so you you would need to be here local um to to come to king's park i am i will be developing virtual at some point um but since this is a new class and i'm premiering the school of soul speak uh i am doing it in person so if you guys are local and you want to come uh, shoot me a, shoot me a message.
1: Awesome. So much fun. Love you.
0: All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in yeah, to so our much. spontaneous soul speak yeah. on the season of busy, um, how to stay connected, um, being able to look at yourself, um, activating some discipline um, inside of that self-love. And uh, if you're listening to the recording, um, you can head to Jenny Israel uh, CPC on Instagram, or you can head over to Rebel Heirs, like Amy said, H-E-I-R-S on Insta and Facebook. Um, And we hope to see you all again soon. Yay. All right. (laughs) Love you. Thank you. to you soon.